Welcome to the last episode of Night Walking. Before we begin, I'd like to say that this podcast is made with very little money. If you like what you've heard, please consider making a donation to this podcast specifically. In our show notes, there's a link to the Constellation Prize website where there are buttons to donate. Even a couple dollars would really help. Thanks for listening. From the Believer magazine, you're listening to Constellation Prize. Night Walking, Part 4. <coughs> it was the fall of 2020, and I was back in my apartment in Brooklyn. It had only been a few weeks, but already the night walking felt distant. I returned to my old routines, and the days felt forgettable again. The leaves turned, and it grew colder. In November, my grandmother in Slovakia passed away at the age of 94. It was still the pandemic, so my mom couldn't go there, and there was no funeral. When my mom received her belongings from her bedside table, there was a sealed package that no one had helped her open of photos we had sent her. I felt guilty that she died by herself, but also kind of relieved that she didn't have to be alone anymore. McConnell formally acknowledged that news yesterday. Then it was winter. The Electoral College has spoken. So today I want to congratulate President-elect Joe Biden. Everyone was still in quarantine. Matt was still on his road trip, and I was alone in Brooklyn, slightly missing the sound of his guitar. Terry and I hadn't kept in very good touch, but I still felt deeply bonded to her through the letters. At dawn, the valley was choked in smoke, with the sun appearing like the tip of a burning cigarette. I am just back from my night walk. Tonight I went alone. I prefer it that way. I just can't believe it. The letters were my souvenirs, proof that the project had actually happened. And there it was, a large shark. Pop-tarts are their own food group. For a long time, I didn't know what to make of them. I just sat with them breaking them into fragments, collaging them, trying to make the pieces whole. By your side. I trust you. Listening to the letters, I felt I had witnessed what I'd wanted from Terry. Her following her own path to holiness and spiritual rapture. But I realized this was her road, her way forward. And my own spiritual path was not as simple as copying that. And then it was summer again. A whole year had passed since the project. It was the weekend of Pride Parade. Fireworks were going off constantly. And Washington Square Park was filled with more people than I'd ever seen. 
New York was opening up. I was surrounded by ecstatic life. The night was warm. People were dressed up and smiling and laughing and dancing. And for the first time in a while, it felt like everyone's councils were completely open. I thought of Terry crying out to the coyotes. And I felt inspired to go night walking again in the city, surrounded by strangers, calling out in my own way. Test, test. The moon was a waxing gibbous, 96% full. Good, how are you? Right. What are you up to? Oh, exterminator. <laughs> oh, you're an exterminator? What are you exterminating? I exterminate for everything. What are you exterminating tonight? Okay, just uh, a little bed bug thing. <laughs> bed bug? Yeah. Just a little bed bug? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a little bed bug thing. A friend of my house, but I just have them out. Okay. What you doing? I'm working on a, a art project. Oh, uh, okay. An audio art project where I'm recording myself walking at night. Just trying to be open to the world. Okay, <laughs> Whatever good. happens. That's good. Good luck. Do you ever walk at night? I did. You do? Yeah. Like go on a walk? Yeah. Yeah. Be I keep sure seeing like little like fireflies. Okay, Have you that seen that? Fireflies that night time. Night time. There's one right that. there. Yeah. <gasps> you see fire. You see fire all the time. Yeah. You see it all the time? Yeah, all the time. I've never then seen it, it in New York. Then it's night time you see them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. In Haiti, in Korea, we call it kukuj. Kukuj. <laughs> cool. It's nice to meet you, nice man. What's your name? Your name? My name is Jean. Jean. I'm, I'm Bianca. Okay. Take care. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Oh, Ali. I was talking to people about their night. Do you want to say anything? Uh, yeah. We walked about eight miles. <laughs> you walked eight miles? Yeah, we walked from like home, then around the whole park, and just came no. right back here waiting for the Uber now. <laughs> this is for like a project? Yeah, just for art, you nah, know, like just it. trying. Nah, that's dope though, yeah. that's dope. No, nah, seriously, yeah. that's dope. I can imagine the, the different people you meet. Yeah, yeah, just trying to talk to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. it's so hard, far, it's so scary. Good, yeah, this it's pretty good. <laughs> cool, get home safe. Alright, you too, Nice right? to meet Thank you. you. She rides her bike in the night. No, but we walk around the night a lot. We've been yeah, doing that together, quite a bit. But yeah, alone, it's different. Oh, is that is that what you're asking? We do a lot of night walking together. Yeah, like late at night. What you do? camera, I'm doing an art project where I walk around at night. Oh, I like that because it's a lot of loneliness going on. Yeah. Yeah. This is my first time coming out like this tonight. I don't want to go too deep in there because I'm alone now. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's a raccoon. <laughs> yeah, they got him here. I saw what we are live in the alley. Right. I don't like them. I'm not going to go yeah, that way. They got rabies if they bite you. So let's go back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're, not, we're not going over exactly. there. Well, after, we just saw a that was scary. I'm gonna go this way. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Stay healthy and stay well. And God bless you. Good luck.
I'm just talking to people about uh, their belief in God and how they find meaning in their lives. Do you believe in God? Of course, I, I believe in God because God is everything. We are related to everything. So if you feel that you are the part of everything, you can feel the love, you can feel the beauty. Beauty is everywhere, love is everywhere. What is art? What is beauty? You have to train your eyes, you have to train your mind how to, how to see the beauty. Otherwise, they can't see anything. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it. Enjoy your night. Take care. Where are you from? I'm from Russia. Oh, okay. Yeah. How long have you been here? Four years. How do you like it? Uh, well, of course I do miss Russia. My mom's from Slovakia. Oh, really? Oh, oh that's wow. One thing that I've been thinking about is that, like, because of communism, like, no one in my family believes in God. Yeah. Do you, do you guys have that? Yeah, of course. Most of, like, Yugoslavia was Christian or Orthodox, um, but we were Muslim. So are you Muslim now, practicing? No, no, like a long time ago, like ever since I was like 13 or 14, I was like, I'm not Muslim. Because I just like, you know, didn't relate to it. And I don't have like a centralized, like, you know what I mean? Like a central God or something that I go on to. I kind of like hold on, try to hold on to myself I truly like give glory to the creation of this universe and how everything is and how everything floats. You know, like whoever created that, I admire it as it is. You know, I don't think there's like a certain uh, figure I have to glorify because essentially I glorify what made me and who made me made everyone else. Do you get, do you guys get lonely? Yeah, I'm just having such a hard time like relating with Americans. Uh, I don't have any friends because yeah. because it's like it's such a different psychology, and I really want to like talk to them because I think they're really cool. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, but I just can't like find that like way to communicate because it's such a different vibe, and I really want to like communicate, but like it's just hard. Like you meet someone and you're like, you're having fun, yeah? Like for example, in the party and you're like, wow, like give me your Instagram, give me your phone number, let's be like, you know, best friends. And tomorrow they already like deleted your number and like, oh, oh excuse me, who are you? Yeah, that is very common here. It's like, oh, remember, it's me like from party yesterday. Oh, well, which one? I'm really afraid of rats. Yeah, I'm just dealing with it though right now with you guys. I'm just dealing. I'm just taking deep breaths. Oh. <laughs> so big! I hate it. <sighs> Sorry. What what particularly about rats discuss? Oh my God, their tails, the way they move, their fur, the way it looks, where they've been, them brushing up against things. I hate it. All their size. Like it, I literally feel nauseous right now. You know you can pet it. No. Like if I, I would see this rat a few years ago, I would be like, oh my god, a fucking rat! Oh my, oh my god, what is it doing here? Um, but I'm just trying to understand. Like, that's how they are, and they are. 
like I started like not to be surprised <laughs> of the world you know what I mean like I, you know what I mean hey how are you can I please get a roll with mayo and mustard and turkey and lettuce tomato and onion oh yeah pepper jack cheese please uh, how's your night going? Pretty good. Yeah? Well, going ready for a busier night. Yeah, it's been slow? Uh, yeah, it's both well, for Friday. Yeah, you always work the night shift? Yeah, that's my shift. That's your shift? Um, what are your hours? Six to six. Oh. Yeah. That's intense. I'm not turning. When do you sleep? Six to six. Okay. That really hits you in New York. Like, everyone's really has their own life. Like, you get really sad too, but I don't know. Yeah. Do any of you believe in God? Spirituality has yeah. changed a lot recently. What happened? I've just started questioning everything. It seems like I was Christian for a long time, but I didn't know if I was being Christian for myself or if. Like, I was just doing that because that's what I was born into right. doing. I mean, it's part of, like, my culture. Yeah. The black church is part of my culture. Yes. And I take pride in being black, but I don't think I take pride in being Christian. Mm. So I've been, like, questioning that a lot recently. I was going to ask how you define spirituality. Spirituality... Spirituality is how you connect with something that cannot be explained mm. I would say or like a feeling more like an instinct like a feeling that you get was there a moment where you were like oh Christianity is maybe not for me over time it's been over a year where I've been questioning Christianity but for the past couple of months it's just slowly been like maybe I'm not part of this religion anymore has it been painful, all this questioning, or has it been exciting? Very painful. Very painful experience. Um, my family is very deeply rooted into their religion, so it's been a lot recently. Um, still haven't really got past it. I guess my, my thing now is just trying to figure out how to move forward. Like, where to go from this. Like, how to actually feel a connection with spirit. How did it feel when you were connected? Like, what are we talking about? Um, I wasn't worried about it much. Or when you prayed, you felt like your prayer was going to be answered. Or when, like, you have an intuition, like, you can feel energy changes in a room. I felt like I had, like, a God here, and, like, I felt it. And now I feel nothing. And it's just so strange. Now when I, I can't even, like, pray before my food without feeling weird. It doesn't feel right to me. I don't feel connected. I like, I can't even pray anymore. It doesn't feel right. I feel like, what am I doing this for? I feel really stupid sometimes, like praying. Have you told your family yet about these doubts you've been having? Oh yes, they, yeah. How's it going? Not that great. 
I think I'm like having this transitioning period in my life of where like, I don't know exactly how, but a lot of things are gonna change in the next year for me. I don't know. I don't know what life has for me in the future. Okay, so at the last Baptist church camp that I went to, the last one that my parents sent me, I was sitting at this picnic table and I really wanted to actually hear God, you know, um, because I knew everyone around me acted like they were doing it and I was like, I want to know if I can actually talk to him. And so I sat down and I tried. I started talking in my head. I was like, hey, are you there? All that stuff. And I heard a voice, I did. Um, and then I realized that it was telling me everything that I expected a God to sound like. And then I realized that if I focused hard enough, I could make it say what I wanted it to. And then I realized that I was just talking to my higher self. You never came in here? No. This is, is Nikki, just the manager. Hi, I'm Bianca, nice to meet you. What's the deal? It's like dancing situation? <laughs> you can dance, you can eat good, mm -hmm. and you're going to see me, Jigga Man. Okay. <laughs> All right? All right. I might take you home with me. Mm, I don't know about that. You have a wife. Hey, you, you coming home with us. You come you might come home with us. You never know. We just like, came back from Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, like, snorkel? Oh. Yes. <laughs> what did you see? Oh, yeah. I saw some white fish and um, turtles and shit. That's but cool. the salt water was so goddamn salty and warm, I had to get them out of there. It was too salty for you? It tastes, yeah, I can't drink it. Hey, you don't need to drink it, just keep your mouth. Oh yeah, the sparkle. Oh, mathematics is off, it's funny cause I'm feeling hella fresh. Sipping Vietnam, it's always soda. I'm sipping coronavirus, we still sipping corona. It's what you told you, coronet me with the throne, huh? with the crowd with my own, huh? yeah. own go, own juice. It's just funny, I don't do fake shit, not for me, not for you, What am I doing tonight? Just relaxing, you know, we had, had a long day today. Um, some, someone who I made some costumes for didn't show up for the costumes and stuff, but I still had fun. You're a costume maker? Yes, I'm a costume designer and stuff, yeah, from Trinidad originally, but I live in New York. I think we are all a work in progress. You understand? It's a state that I that, that I'm currently in and eventually I want to reach this enlightened state of being where I can just accept everything around me and learn to basically be one with my environment, you know? Yeah, so things didn't go according to plan today. But you know, I'm still enjoying my environment, I'm enjoying myself, I'm taking this time to meditate, spend time with myself. I don't make money right now. Right now I live off of disability because I'm HIV positive. Um, I had to leave my country of, of both Trinidad and Tobago because although I had a successful career there making costumes and stuff and sculpture, I didn't feel safe anymore because I saw where all my friends were getting killed for being gay and, um, and back there I didn't have proper medication and stuff with HIV. And it was really sad. It's really sad because I came from a culture where you, could, you, ca you can't walk the streets holding the hands with someone that you love. And never even being able to experience that, that is something that people 
it's really difficult for someone who's sensitive as me and as kind and as loving as I am to not have that opportunity ever in life. I am 45 years of age, you know? And the love that I had, or the illusion of love that I had back in the past is what keeps me going, you know? And it's the memory, the very memory of being in a relationship for two years, two and a half years. And that person died because we couldn't get medication and all of that. And, 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 and my ex, he was, he, he, was, um, a, a, he was a secondary school teacher. He, he taught in, at a convent. And especially being back in Trinidad, the stigma and everything attached to being HIV positive and gay and everything. And it's difficult, it's sad, it's, it's, it's hard being all, all alone all, the, all of the time. It's the memory and the illusion of the love that keeps me going and my art. Creation, creation is where it's at. I have a question about art. Creation is the thing, but sometimes when I make art, I'm just worried it's bad. You don't have to worry whether it's bad or not. The art, art itself is an expression of yourself and that soul within, and even your higher self. But sometimes I see people's art and it feels phony or like they're just trying to copy something. Some people try to copy other things that they don't quite understand. But, but you see, art is something that's very personal to the person. It's supposed to be something very personal. Your art is supposed to be, some, be reflective of a truth within yourself that you observe. Can I ask what the name was of your partner who passed away? Uh, his name was Noel. Noel? Yeah. What was he like? He was like, he, he was, ex I remember I, I was out of a bad relationship and I prayed and I asked God to send me this particular person and I was very specific with what this person would be. So you, so you prayed for him and then he came, yeah, what was he like? Oh, um, back then, right, um, he was, he was like five foot ten, um, we wore the same size shoes. He was like, he was like Latino looking, like sort of tan, and he was kind. He had a silent power about him because he didn't have to shout to prove anything. And when you experience that type of love and someone who loves you and connects with you on that, on such a strong level, this is what has kept me hopeful, even 15 years after. It, it, although I'm not surrounded by anyone, who, and most people, this is the longest conversation I've had with anybody in years, actually, in years. And, and although it's been painful, it has opened my eyes to a lot about myself that I wasn't paying attention to before. And I realize that people really need time to get to find themselves. And that is the type of, of, of society I dream about having, you know? Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, yeah. Bianca, nice meeting you, Bianca. Nice meeting you, right? right? I'm going to just chill out here for, for a bit more, and then I'll head back home if I so choose. <laughs> I'm just learning to be, you know? Sometimes it's just good to just be. Living the life right yeah, now, bro. I see you, Wookie. Fucking at you. Fucking at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Have a nice night. This series was written and produced by me, Bianca Gaver. Our story editor is Daniel Guimet. Sound design, sound mixing, and additional story editing by John Delore. Check out his new podcast venture, Starlight Diner. Our editor at The Believer is Daniel Gumbiner. A huge thank you to everyone who allowed their lives to appear in this series. They are... Terry Tempest Williams, Brooke Williams, my sidekick Matthew Kilty, and Gideon Crevachet. Tolstoy was played by Mandy Patinkin. A huge thank you to the artist Sludge Thunder and her accomplice Graham, who turned me onto the concept of councils and generously allowed me to run with that idea. You can check out Sludge's art at sludgethunder.com. Additional editorial support from the park poet Peter Chinman, check him out and Emily Foreman. Special thanks to Isaac Jones. So many wonderful people agreed to have their music in this series. Greta Morgan did all the wonderful synth beds. Check out her music under Greta Morgan or Springtime Carnivore. Her latest album is appropriately titled Desert Lullabies. Riley Mulherricker, who played jazz with me in middle school, did our trumpet intros and outros. He plays in the band The Westerlies that did that amazing song you hear when the dolphin saves Terry from the shark. That song was written by trombonist Andy Claussen. More music by Ellery Saxel, whose album is titled The Blue of Distance, and Peter Kakoma, his album is called A Place to Begin. Even more music by Dominique Dumont, Lolatone, Zubin Hensler, Jacob Bloomberg, Ishmael Ensemble, John Carroll Kirby, Peter Sandberg, Andy Mills, and H. Hunt. Gideon Crevachet did the cover of Brittany Howard's Stay High. The music you're hearing right now is by Sam Precop. Our nightwalking experts are Roger Eckerch. He rediscovered that people used to have two sleeps, and his book is called At Days Closed, Night in Times Past. You also heard from Matthew Beaumont, author of Nightwalking, A Nocturnal History of London. Enrique Enriquez is the man who talks to birds. Special thanks to the Believer team, Amanda Yuli, Sunra Thompson, Ginger Green, Kim Hugh Lowe, and Hayden Bennett. More special thanks to Daniel Levine Spound, AKA Glex, for logical flow consulting and priceless emotional support. One more plea for money. 
you can give on our website. This podcast is for sale. You can buy it. The NFTs of it are for sale. The film rights are for sale. Please reach out if you have any funding ideas. I also do one-on-one podcast consulting. For future updates, the best place to follow along is probably my Instagram, at Bianca Gaver. Gaver is spelled weird. It's G-I-A and then ever. Thanks again for listening. I promise you I'll be by your side as a cool breeze. This episode of Night Walking is supported by Pioneer Works an artist and scientist-led nonprofit in Red Hook, Brooklyn. Pioneer Works aims to build community through the arts and sciences by offering interdisciplinary programming, residencies, education initiatives, and an online and print publication called Broadcast. Experience Pioneer Works on the second Sunday of every month for live music, food, and workshops in Red Hook. To learn more, visit pioneerworks.org.